Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, we're in this for the money, honey. Not so you can show off your damn black belt. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, BAMFCast! Episode uh, numbers, 422. <laughs> right, numbers. Nice. I sure. literally can't even count that high anymore. So many numbers. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here Bathcast is we go to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks! Yes. Robot jocks! Robots. I like robots. However, there are bad bad movies. This doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags this and trash bags. We're going to stick them in there. Garbage. Gross. Sloppy Refuse. garbage. Refuse. Junk. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, uh, we're in the second week of Mayhem. Yeah. Listener suggested theme month. Mayhem. Featuring Corey, the the Hamster Haim. <laughs> Hamster. <laughs> yep. And uh, week two brings us 1991's Fast Getaway. Yeah. Co-starring one Cynthia Rothrock, mm-hmm. making a triumphant Hooray. return to the Bamcast. We like Cynthia After Rothrock. a long hiatus. Yeah. That's a mistake. It Too is. long. So. So, what do you say we get a plot summary out of the way? Because that's what we usually do. All right. Let's. A lighthearted tale about a gang of bank robbers who fall fall out and split up. <laughs> That's all I'm going to read. Okay. I can't read any more sure. of that kind mm-hmm. of writing. That's fine. Lighthearted. Fall out fall and out. split up. Mm-hmm. They do they split fall up. out over a boy. Mm. Yeah. They go in downtown in a Tulu Rock. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Corey Haim is in this. He is. Yeah. He's this, been in. I hear. This is now his fourth appearance. Yeah. Thanks to Mayhem doubling it <laughs> so far. Thanks a lot. I think there might <laughs> yeah. be two more. Yeah. Yeah. And as we mentioned, Cynthia Rothrock, of course, mm-hmm. her fifth appearance from Undefeatable, Honor and Glory, China O'Brien, and Martial Law previously. Yeah. Those are all pretty good. We got, there's a lot more Rothrock we need to. We should really. Mine. Mine that rock. Physical yeah. media has not been kind to Cynthia Rothrock. Like her stuff is barely available anywhere. And that's bad. It is. Get on it, video making people. Yeah. Yeah. Distributors, one might call them. Hmm. Also in it is uh, Leo Rossi. Yeah. Leo Who, Rossi was the, the pop. main dude. Pop. 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 Yep. Pop. Dad. Pop. Pop. Dad. Who's in Maniac Cop. <laughs> oh, Maniac <laughs> Cop 2. Cop. 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 Pop. Cop. Uh-huh. Pop. Yep. Pop them cops. Top. Cop. Pop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also Ken Lerner, who was also in Maniac Cop. Yeah. And he was in a Bamcast Extra movie, which you guys have watched, called Jake Speed. Jake Speed. Jake Speed. Jake Speed. Was he Jake Speed? Speed? No. Okay. I he was a neighbor who was uh, hosting a furry party. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. It, yeah, not exactly. Pretty much. Chuck's. Well, <laughs> I'm right. All right, Chuck's right. <laughs> Chuck's always right. Yeah. Man, don't let him sucker you into that. Chuck's wrong so much. It's fine. <laughs> I gotta give him morsels, and uh, I, I did not morsels. realize until looking at this list that this is like a Maniac Cop reunion. Yeah, because writer James Dixon was an actor in Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop Two, mm-hmm. along with Q the Winged Serpent and the Ambulance. 
Yeah. So those he are all clearly a Larry Cohen guy. Yeah. I, I think there were some Larry Cohen production company yeah. ties to this. And lastly, mm-hmm. director Spiros Rosatos, <laughs> which that came up on the screen and we were fucking pumped. We were like, all right. Yeah. You got us already. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an actor in Streets of Fire and has done either second unit direction and or stunts for at least 12 Banff cast movies, as well as basically all the Marvel movies and the Fast and Furious franchise. That dude does some fucking work. Yeah. That dude has pedigree. Yeah. But basically what you need to know is that a stuntman directed this movie. Yep. That's generally something that stands out as we should watch that. Mm-hmm. Stuntmen tend to make crazy ass movies. Yeah, I mean this yeah. this movie is crazy, but not in the way we want. No, we'll get there. It's it not, starts. It's not really all that crazy. At I don't know. All? The the stunts at the end are the pretty stunts. The stunts nutty. are good. Yeah, but it's there, not there, that crazy of a movie. There's peri- periodically are stunt spectaculars throughout this movie. Yeah, it's, are, it's everything in between. There are bursts of stunt. Yeah, yes, stunt bursts. But yeah. uh, I I appreciate this movie gets right to it. Yeah, wastes no time. I mean, Corey Haim is following some girl on the street, follows her into a bank, and boom! Suddenly, we're in the middle of a bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Playing the most early '90s like jam, one could be bopping oh, down the street oh, yeah. too. I mean, this yeah. soundtrack is it's it's, early it's 90s. atrocious. It's '91, and it's also <laughs> like if it's also like you know stock music library version of 1991 music. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all it's all really bad. Yeah, I, I checked the credits. I'd heard of literally none of the artists. Yeah. So, but yes, yeah. he's popping down the street, like just kind of walking down the street, and then sees a girl, and he's like, "Hey!" And you're like, "Is this okay? This is gonna be Corey Haim tries to get laid the movie." Um, and then he goes and follows this girl in the, in the bank and gets uncomfortably close. Yep. And it's just like, "Hey, get used to that." I'm here. I'm here to make change for a twenty, and she's like, "That that's nice. Mm-hmm. I, I like guys with money." Yeah. And she even like there's even a question mark mm-hmm. on the way she says. She seems it, like, mildly into it, but yeah. all. <clears throat> But also just trying to get rid of them, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, do, uh, two people bust in, or no? Actually, they were already in the bank. They just—I think the guy comes in, but the lady was already there. Yes. The lady being Cynthia Rothrock in a wig, um, and the guy busts in and wearing like you know old west bank robber. He's got a cowboy hat and a you know a bandana over his face, and, mm-hmm. and he's just like reach for the stars and all that kind of stuff, and and grabs Corey Haim and you know turns him into a hostage and is like, you better give me the money, or I'm going to blow this kid's brains out. What's, yeah. what's your name? And he says the name. And they're just like, you don't want to see him die, do you? And mm. they proceed to clean the bank out. And Cynthia Rothrock roundhouse kicks some random person. She does. For yeah. not getting on the floor fast enough or something. She I also guess. pistol whips one of the, uh, one T- of the women behind tellers, the counter. Yeah. Because, because Pop, who's robbing the place, gets a little too chummy with her. Mm-hmm. Right. And she basically smacks the chick in the face and does the stay on target yeah. type <laughs> thing. Yeah. And they, they, and for all this, you're like, wow, okay, so, okay. Corey Haim was on a mission to score babes, if you will, in a typical 90s fashion. Sure. But now he's a hostage. So I guess this is what's about mm. to happen. Yeah. And then they, you know, they get in the car and start to drive away. And it's like, nope, Corey Haim's this guy's son. And he's just a plant. He's he's their willing hostage. I like that they don't say it right away. No. I mean, I mean, this chase lasts a long time. This is probably about a 10 minute chase. Except like, I mean, it's it's pretty close. And he's just like, hey, pop, take a right or something like that. It's like, wait, yeah, what? There, there's a point where he does that. And you're like, oh, oh uh, all right. All right. Yeah. But yeah, the, the initial scenes, like they kind of avoid showing mm-hmm. him too much and they just show the reactions of the other passengers in the car. Yeah. And you do kind of see him like looking around exasperated, like, oh, no, what have I gotten myself into? It seems like he's having more fun than it. Than, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, but that could also just be attributed to like, well, Corey Haim. Corey Haim's on massive mm-hmm. amounts of cocaine. Yeah. 
But still to this day. But I mean, Corey spoiler, cocaine. spoiler to like two minutes later. Yes, he's this the bank robber's son and yeah. he was part of this. And this is actually the plan that yeah. he's mm-hmm. their willing hostage. Yeah. And soon and soon enough, he's dictating where everybody needs to mm-hmm. like, like how things they, need to go. He's like, it's the. They've mapped their escape route. Yeah, he's like, this yeah. looks like a plan C- B situation, right, yeah. Pop? And he's like, yeah, sure does. And you got it. Because like, right, so the, they have a getaway driver. So it's Cynthia Rothrock and Pop mm-hmm. um, are are the guys. Uh, Sam is the dude's name in the movie for real, but yeah, he's Corey Hames Pop. Pop. Um, are, are you know the ones robbed the bank? But they've got a getaway driver dude sitting out in the car. As as we mentioned, it's Ken Lerner, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there. And then Pop immediately comes out. And is like, scoot over. I'm driving. So mm-hmm. like, this dude serves zero purpose. Like. Throughout yeah. basically the entire yeah, movie. I guess he was, it looked like he was supposed to be the getaway driver, but maybe he's just a, like a patsy or something that they, he, he fought that they roped getting out of the driver's seat for like two seconds. He was like, no, no, I'm supposed to drive. And then mm-hmm. that was it. So whatever they have him there for is nothing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're just driving on the road. I mean, you know, first it's a mild cop car chase in the, in the, in the city, you know, which is just like, Hey, turn here and try to, you know, cause people to almost get in accidents in the mm-hmm. intersection and block the cops. And, and every few seconds they're like, yeah, we got away. And then more cop cars pour in behind them and they're like, mm-hmm. Oh no, we didn't time for plan B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that through most of this, they exist in a world where cops can't radio ahead to set up roadblocks or anything. Yeah, no, none of that happens. But it's also treated as they're in real small towns yeah. as well, which yeah. I guess kind of helps that situation a little bit. And also in every instance, the entire police force is just around the corner from wherever this is happening mm-hmm. because they are all yeah. there immediately. These small yeah. towns have very small police departments. Yeah. So even if they have radios, they can only do so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but they, they keep the cops keep showing up. They eventually like drive through a farm. Mm-hmm. And they've set up where, okay, like, you know, if you go through stall two, it's clear, but stall three has a ramp in it, and stall four has a Yeah, they've set a up truck traps, in basically. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they wreck all the cops. Mm-hmm. As I mean, Billy Music plays. And I like that it seems like Corey Haim and his dad are the only ones that actually know, mm-hmm. like, the route, because the other, like, Cynthia Rothrock and the other guy are just like, oh, no, 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 don't know. And, but they yeah. have this whole thing, like, they're first, like, all right, take, you know, Crazy things like they're like take a right by the dogs and go through the barn, and then they're like we'll go for the manure farm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> all all this crazy stuff. It just you know, so they end up like one of the cops drives into a big pile of shit, essentially. And yep, mm-hmm. and one crashes into a parked truck, and the other flies through the air. And yeah, they're like just keep right here, it. you know, watch out for the ramp, and you know, there, yep. there's a hidden ramp behind there, and so we get most some... farms have a hidden ramp of some kind. Of course <laughs> they do. Yeah. Well, doesn't yours? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Several. That's where all the dogs are. Yeah, but eventually they get they get to wherever they're not meetup spot because they're all in the same car. But yeah. where they're basically going to dump that car, take another car, and go, which is another farm somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just divvy up the money and mm-hmm. talk it out a bit, and then go their separate ways is what the plan is supposed to be. But this just becomes uh, okay. So well, I, I do like the first thing they're doing is they're like they're they, their getaway car was like. It wasn't a Ford. It wasn't a Pinto, but it was, it was like pretty cold and close. It was a Chevy, maybe a Colt. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was I it was a it was a shitbox little like you know. It's an old hatchback. Yeah, yeah, like and, like an early '80s hatchback, yeah. which at the time was old, an old car, right? But I mean, like they're getting out. And it's like, man, I'm gonna miss this old thing, and they're getting they're about to get in like a bright red Ford pickup truck, mm-hmm. and he gives this whole speech about, you know. Maybe it's later where he talks about like the Japanese cars it's versus the American. When they're staking yeah, out okay. the next. Robber. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's two American cars, and he's just like, "Man, I'm gonna miss this thing." And also, there's this weird thing that barely plays in the movie, but he's like, "Get your baby shoe; it's our good luck charm." Yeah. Which just more just establishes that this dude is like 
one of the I, I believe in luck. Like this is all luck mm. and superstition and all this dumb shit. Exactly. Yeah. Um Well but, they've never gotten caught and right. as long as he has the baby shoe, they'll sure. never yeah. get caught. Like my team always wins whenever I sit backwards. Yeah. Except me. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it plot wise, this this falls apart when we learn some information later, but we'll get there and yeah. I'll explain what I mean then. Yeah. Um, but essentially they're, you know, they're divvying up the money and Cynthia Rothrock's like, all right, we got 12, 12 grand. So that's, that's four grand for you, four grand for you and four grand for me. And Sam's like, what about the kid? Where's his share? We split this four ways. And she's like, no, I'm tired of that. What does he do? He's, he's useless. We're not, I'm splitting money with him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even though he's the one who's planned it all out. Yeah. Well, and, and as well as they had a conversation, they had a conversation just before that where she's basically like, why don't you ditch your kid and just spend some time with me? To which Corey Haim, like, all right, so they start to get intimate, and yeah. and Corey Haim is, like, right next to them at first, and she's just, like... Basically sticks their face right where they're kissing and is like, wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Corey Haim throughout this movie is in people's faces and in their personal space mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. Like, he's, he, you could have a drinking game just by when he touches someone's head or face, mm-hmm. or, like, gets, like, his face right next to their shoulder, or yeah. just, like... He's like he's always invading people's personal space throughout this movie, and this is like the most egregious example of it because yeah. they're literally making out, yeah. and he is like shoving his face like two inches from where they right. are. But yeah. then they're like, "Hey, fuck off! We're gonna make out!" And he literally pulls the Denny from the room thing and like runs over and like jumps on a bale of hay and is just like mounts it, like mounts it, yeah. and like <laughs> puts his arm up, like I'm gonna watch y'all fuck. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like. No, haha, go, go away. <laughs> yeah, I but. love you guys. Fucking <laughs> Denny. Yeah, yeah, Denny. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so this causes, like, because of the divvying up the money thing causes a little strife between Cynthia Rothrock and, and mm-hmm. Pop. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock proceeds to beat his ass. Yeah. It's just karate time. And she beats his ass. And the thing is, he doesn't really fight back. No. He's useless. Well, the other thing is, like, if you think about it, it's a grand off your share. I mean, like if I, I know it's a thousand dollars, right? Is a thousand dollars, and that's nice. But when you're pulling bank jobs, a thousand bucks ain't shit. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, if you're only getting twelve grand at a time, it is a quarter of your share. I, I guess. But I just, he's a contributing. He's a contributing yeah. member of this crew. I mean, that's the, he plans everything. I was gonna so, say, like, we we don't learn that until later. Yeah. I mean, other than like he's calling the shots as they're driving, mm-hmm. like do this, go here, but we don't. You know, he could just be looking at a map and like the dad actually playing this out. We're skipping ahead of the movie, but it turns out the dad doesn't do shit. Like Corey Haim plans all of these heists and getaways. The dad like, is the driver. He's basically yeah. the getaway driver and and, the and he's a grown man. up. So yeah. like, you know, he's more intimidating, which totally breaks your fucking narrative because they, they talk about that. They've been doing this since Corey Haim was four years old. Mm-hmm. There's no way a four or five or six or even eight year old. Is planning shit and having it work. Yeah. No, you know? no. Of like, this is like, Dad, I got my next house. We're going to Toys R Us and we're, we're looting all the He-Mans. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your, that's your bank robberies for the first like five years that you're together. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure uh, it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just like, it breaks yeah. your narrative of your movie when he's just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do anything. He plans everything. It's like, mm-hmm. what? No. You also said, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But either way, this like breaks the crew up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Corey Ham has to pull a gun on Cynthia Rothrock to get her to stop beating the fuck out of his dad. Mm-hmm. 
and then it's just like, all right, you two go. We're we'll. It's never clear if they're meeting up somewhere else for some reason or if they're just no. You just they take the truck and leave, and they're done. Yeah, yeah. But then they show back up exactly in the place where Corey Be- Haim because uh, Corey Haim's also like, where where's our next job going to be? And he's like, he's obsessed with Webster or Weber. Webster. 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 He's like I, Webster, man. There's this perfect bank there, and and the dad's just like, no, we can't go there. It's yeah. the mysterious. Like, I could just tell you why we can't go there, but instead. It's just the place, and so apparently he's been talking about this for a while. Like, yeah. I got the perfect place. We're going to go here, yeah. mm-hmm. and so because they because movie there. Cynthia Rothrock's like, no, they will make it here. Like that's it's yeah. his goal. We're we'll just, just waiting out. And yeah. Wait. So they spend the rest of the movie holed up in this hotel room that yep. overlooks Webster. Yep, and we get some of their scenes real quick. They're fucking. Yeah. So she's fucking the other dude, and the other dude's kind of squirrely about it. Being mm-hmm. nebbish. That, yeah. yeah. Yes. Nebbish. Even though it's Cynthia fucking Rock Rock Rothrock, mm-hmm. and you should let Cynthia Rothrock you in the bedroom. Yes. As many times Rothrock as she would your like. rock cock. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and she, like, at one point is just beating the fuck out of all the luggage in the room, and he just kind of walks into the middle of it, just like, oh, no, please. And yeah. then I think they have sex from that. But yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's the extent of their scenes until I, people show up. It, and, I feel like, yes, that that is all you need to sum up, but. I, I guess I'll just wait for overall takes okay. on this movie, mm-hmm. but I have I have more to say about that because I, I know what some of the opinions about this movie are going to be, mm. and they're going to be directed mostly at uh, one certain person. Uh huh. And I and it, whatever we'll get there. <laughs> okay. Might right. it be one Coral Hamus? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Coral. Yeah. Coral. 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 Yeah, like Coral, Coral. Hamus. <laughs> Sure. I'm going to name my firstborn son yes. Coral. <laughs> Coral Hamus. No, not Hamus. That's dumb. You should name him Hamus. Yeah. Yeah, so he could go nah, through nah. life the entire time nah. like, what's up, Coral Anus? Right. But this leads to him and his dad just kind of driving around a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just chatting about stuff. And fucking with the radio. Yeah. You know, they have arguments about, man, you got to listen to my sweet hip hop stock music jams yeah. and he's like no listen to my hot country stock music jams mm-hmm. by the way this is a 1980 chevrolet citation <laughs> wow oh, yeah <laughs> thanks internet gotta love name your car day. citation yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just keep getting tickets i don't understand why, <laughs> I don't understand why. man it is a hideous thing and i kind of mm-hmm. want one mm-hmm. yeah. all right well all right because it's hideous but they eventually get to oh, the like next location that they're going to rob because they're mm-hmm. uh, they're on a parking garage scouting out cars coming in and this is when they had yeah, a conversation has- about Japanese cars it's like how about that one and he's like no how about this one you don't want to steal a Japanese car why dad because if you steal an American car they'll take the insurance money and go buy another American car so if we steal an American car we're helping America and Corey Ames like uh whatever dude yeah math checks out <laughs> yeah so two old ladies drive up in an American car and they're like let's get that car mm-hmm. So they steal that car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the heist that they've planned is they've heard on the radio or how the uh, the lottery winnings yeah. will be rewarded to the whoever it is. They're going to come sign the check and take the winnings mm-hmm. at the post office in yep. whatever town this is. Fantastic to announce this on the radio. Yeah. Right as the bank robbers arrive in town. <laughs> yes. And to only have two cops. Yes. Two guarding cops. that money. Yeah. But their heist is uh, convoluted because Corey Haim. Mm-hmm. Has to dress like a lady. He does, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know why, but he goes into the post office dressed as a lady and flirts with the guy, mm-hmm. asking for change for the stamp machine and acting super obvious about everything he's doing. Yep, in yeah. a 
embarrassing comical way. Yep. And then dad bursts in and it's like, all right, fuckers. Yeah, yeah give me the lottery money. I'm going to shoot this lady. This lady. This lady. Yep. So they go get the money out of the back room. Yeah, this leads to a chase again mm-hmm. because as soon like before they because what his dad does each time is tells everyone to sing a certain song and yeah. I want to hear it and I've been yeah I don't want anybody to move until the second verse is over you know something like that mm-hmm. and yeah just count to 500 it's just yeah. one of those things and and, like, and again it's all I, I love just because it's another sign of how cheap the movie is they're literally all old traditional songs that nobody owns the rights to yeah yep. like every single one it's like on top of old smoky the national anthem and deck the halls uh, deck the halls yeah yeah, yeah. but like, this one he he tells them to sing the national anthem and they're kind of half-assing it and then he's like come on this is a federal building sing the national yeah, anthem this is a post office and one dude just starts busting out this operatic version yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> was it the front desk? Yeah, I believe it was. It was yeah. yeah. So that's a good little bit. Again, just because stupid narrative and movie, like mm-hmm. they bust in, like because you know the the dudes with the lottery money are like in the back room counting it on a table. Desk mm-hmm. clerks, you know, like what lottery money? This is a post office. And when they bust in, he he's immediately like, "Don't pull your guns, guys!" Like he's got a hostage, but they never take the guns. No, like. And they don't even like make them lay down. They're just like, all right, start singing the national anthem, and like we're leaving now. And mm-hmm. these guys never are like, well, we have guns that they didn't take. Let's shoot them. They got a hostage. They're just on the floor, right? No, he made him put, put, put them on the ground. The yeah. only okay, shots bit. that are fired in the movie is by Corey Haim when he tries to get Cynthia Rothrock's attention, mm-hmm. and then some by Cynthia Rothrock at the end. I yeah. don't think anyone ever gets shot at at any other point in the movie. Yeah, I don't think so. It's just one of those types of movies where, like, cops will have guns drawn, but nobody ever fires. Oh, so not remotely realistic. The, the, yeah, exactly. The crimes and chases all seem to be rather good-natured and also have this gentleman's agreement of, well, y- you know, it's like the GTA thing of, like, what well, you got out of my cone of vision, yeah, so... Yeah, you got to the safe house. I guess so, you're free. Yeah. No, also, you know, s- s- county lines or state lines. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but they're all pretty much, like, in the Colorado, Utah area. Yeah. But like there should just be this massive manhunt for these people and you never get the sense that anything like that is happening. So No. Yeah, so but, but they, this leads to a a chase. There's a that, brief ch- briefer than the the opening chase. The, mm-hmm. They get away from these cops almost instantly. Um and then just come to a bridge and they're like, "Okay, let's cross this bridge." Yeah, they they just get away by like there's like a parking structure that's slightly raised and they drive up it and they yeah, they yeah. stunt off of it and then the cops are like, "Oh, no, no, no." You know, and they the failed. one one taps them on the back and like makes them just kind of yep. into a car and yep. they're like, "Wow, we got away." And yes, they come to the world's longest, tallest and rickety ass looking bridge I've ever seen that like that you would let cars drive on. Yeah. yeah also they, single lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very weird bridge like i, I want to know the existence of this bridge and what I, i'm guessing there are things like this but fuck driving over that in a car yeah, I, no, I, yeah. i'll walk on a suspension yeah. bridge no big fucking deal because i always figure like all indiana jones if that shit breaks you know just <laughs> grab onto it yeah you know. no you will not but, yeah. no, you totally but will. it helps me get through I life i appreciate but, the power of positive thinking yes but i mean in a car what are you gonna do you're, you're just fucked you mm-hmm. just uh, jump out and indiana jones it yeah okay <laughs> simple yeah. but of course they get halfway across and Cops have pulled up on the other end. Mm-hmm. So the dad throws it in reverse and tries to go back. And, oh, no, cops have pulled up on that end. How would they ever have thought of that? Finally, and, the and power then, of radio. Is, and then this the is cops. where the movie basically tips its hand that, like, the dad isn't doing shit in all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Corey Haim's still in the dress. I don't know why he didn't immediately remove the dress when he gets in, got in the car to get away. But it's just like, hey, see that? See that harness thing over there? That winch? Like, just hold me at gunpoint, dad. Keep holding me at gunpoint now. 
Put the harness tell, on. tell me to pick. No, he's like, point at me and tell me, tell me to pick that harness up. Okay, and I'll you know point at that one and, and hook me up and all this stuff. And it basically hooks him up to this harness. And he's like, we're we're gonna climb over the side and we're gonna winch ourselves down. Yeah. And the dad's like, no, I'm well, really cause, well because they have the shot. It's just like you know the vertigo shot of like, yeah. fuck no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, he's just he's like, no, I don't want to do this. And he's like, that's the only way. This is the smartest plan we got. Which mm-hmm. you you look at it and you go, this is the dumbest plan you got, but it works. It is the only <laughs> plan that they've got at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. But aside they, from being they, arrested, they take a slow getaway via winch down yep. this thing, and then for some reason they're like, they get where they like lower this down about twenty feet, and then it's like the heroic stunt helicopter sweeping shot. Yeah, where they're, they're not moving. This. They're not yeah. moving. Like they're just dangling there, like twenty feet below it, and it's just like here's the grand shot and showing you that we actually did this, and mm-hmm. it's like but you're not moving and shouldn't the cops just now be rushing in on you? Mm-hmm. Um, but no. So they start and then they come back to them and they're slow, very slowly going down. And then deputy doofus drives his SUV into the winch, knocking it in a neutral. So of course this is like, Rah! and again, they show a real shot of like that. They actually had people falling. Yeah. But yeah. yeah that's holy a- shit. I just, I love how long this goes on. Mm-hmm. For. Yeah. They fall an extraordinarily long time. <laughs> and this whole scene, like the way that they shot it, I don't normally get any sort of like vertigo. I have a rational fear of heights. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I know what to be afraid of, which is unsecured heights. Yep. Um, but it actually like made me a little bit queasy for a second. Well, because Just the depth and yeah. Well, movies shot really well. tend it, to it, fake this kind of thing, and, and this, this is, is real. Yeah. this is two stuntmen on a on a giant winch just plummeting yeah. for a long, long way, and then dangling still really far off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, because eventually the cop is like, "All right, hit the brake," and, yeah. they, and they stop. I don't know, fifty feet or more up, fifty to hundred feet up, still. Yeah, and they're kind of laughing from, the like, ra- from a raging river, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Which and they're like, haha, we we made it. We're we're not dead. And then the cops are like, all we got to do now is reel him in, <laughs> you know. And they so they put it in reverse. And Corey Haim's just like, Dad, you got to release the thing, otherwise we're gonna get caught. Mm-hmm. So they do, and fall into this raging river, which is not deep. Nope. nope. It looks like it could be deep, well, but no, nope. it's like yeah, because they immediately stand up. Yeah, I was gonna say because like the <laughs> shot looks like okay, that's a big river, but yeah. no, when you see the shot, like the dad is just immediately like, well, enough of these rapids, I'm just gonna stand up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like they both should have died upon impacts. <laughs> you're you're so very dead right now. Yeah, but no, they're not. Nope, and and they're fine. Like and they just walk into town and buy a new car. Yeah, <laughs> with wet cash. <laughs> hey, wet cash spends the same. They have new like, clothes. I don't know where they got the clothes from. And then they're just like, they go to the used car dealer place and it's just like, hey, how much cash for this car? And the guy gives him a number. He's like, whatever. So, you know, mm-hmm. but that money is wet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, depends on how far they had to walk to wherever civilization was. But yeah. anyway, yes, they're now in a car and, and he's just like, well, that was some good heisting. I'm going to take a little nap now. You drive Corey Haim. And Corey Haim, of course, is like, I'm driving to Webster. Yeah. Well, and the dad has also basically he's pulled the that was our last job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was our one last job. He keeps and changing up. He's like, I'm sending you're going to go get your MBA. And then he's like, I'm going to send you to law school. All these different things. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like those are yeah. those aren't even remotely related. You know that, right? But yeah. maybe not because mm-hmm. he's apparently a fucking idiot. This this was also the end of the lucky baby shoe thing, because like they pull it out when they stopped plummeting into the mm-hmm. water and are like, haha, see, I told you it saved us. And then that never comes up again. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they lost it. I don't know what. But like mm-hmm. that plot point gone. But they 
they drive for a while and he stops and we know they're in Webster because there's signs everywhere and we, he was watching like, yeah, welcome to Webster. Mm-hmm. And he just like, flicks his dad who's asleep in the car on the nose. He's like, dad, food. <laughs> and he just apparently stumbles blindly again. Like, I think they went to like the fucking Webster Cafe yep. and still just stumbles yep. in his like coffee and everything and looks down at the placemat and is like, you are in Webster. <laughs> and he's like, where are we, boy? And he's like, I don't know, diner? And he's like, Utah. We're, <laughs> we're in Webster. And he's like, yeah. So yeah, he's like, look at that bank over there. It's choice. We're gonna we're gonna rob it. It's so choice. <laughs> well, because like they're literally like the ar- armored truck is there, like unloading cash in the yeah. moment. He's like, like, see, look, it has cash in. Perfect it. timing. Let's go. <laughs> it's a bank and it has money. <laughs> Surprise! It's the perfect crime. Obviously, <laughs> this bank is the best bank in all of the lands of banks to rob. <laughs> yes, in all of Utah yeah. or mm-hmm. Colorado or yep. whichever. It's just stupid because they're just for one. This is not that big of a town, but this is this one's special only because the plot says it's special. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing like well because this is Corey well, Hames. He's planned this I, one. Just, no, but I mean like most even like uh, like Racing Arizona or any other movie would be like no. There's a reason why this bank at this time. It's like you know the farmers you know yeah pension mm-hmm. money comes exactly. in something right. some reason why this bank like, at this time this would made the sense for the lottery yeah. money yeah. sure bank to be the other one yeah. should not have been that but that no. lottery money wasn't very much was it wasn't it? no they never have a lot of money but i mean it's it's literally only because the plot of the movie says don't go to webster because yeah. what we're about to talk about right. there's no reason why this bank is special other than the plot of the movie serves it mm-hmm. to be special but yes they he's all right, we're going to rob this bank, I guess. Yes. And, and in a hotel across the street is Cynthia Rothrock and Guy. Mm-hmm. Watching like, this bank. They're here. Call the police. Yeah. yeah so as which, soon as they go in. You know, the, the guy has asked her. He's like, why are we still waiting here? She's like, the kid's going to come. Mm-hmm. It's it's He's going to come to Webster. Yep. You know, and then finally, yep, mm-hmm. he does. And they're then... So yeah. they must spend their day watching this window. Other than when the, when they were fucking, because yeah. I mean, when and she was doing her, when she was doing karate everything. in the in the hotel room, they weren't checking the window. No, no one was paying attention. He that wasn't was, even there. That was even that's even later though that is they it? do okay. the karate. I think no, there was right because this is like they leave the hotel room at this point. Yeah. they're no it, longer there. And it's, it's but a, I thought she, I thought they failed and came back and then she did karate. It doesn't matter. Doesn't she matter. did karate yeah. at some point. It's it's a really stupid character trait, and it doesn't mean anything. But the guy, the other milk toast dude. Serve no purpose other than now mm. she's you know Cynthia Rothbach's fuck boy um, is like got a a dental obsession he's like constantly yeah brushing his teeth like an electric toothbrush yeah because well, yeah, like, like he's in the bed flossing and then when she's she's like oh they're here and I'm calling the police hey there's a robbery in progress and he's like electric toothbrush right in the in the phone while she's yeah. trying to talk like <laughs> and she just looks at him like you, you idiot what are you mm. doing which why. Why are they keeping this guy around? I, uh, that's what I can't understand. Like, this guy is useless. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. they get caught immediately. Like, think that the bank robbery is going fine and get all the money and they walk and outside. And a million sh- cops sh- are there. You know, that, that sound. Yeah. And many meaningful looks are exchanged right. as they're arrested. They don't, they don't say anything. Yeah. It's but Corey Haim has the separation anxiety and just. Well, because they pick. They, as far as the cops know, he's still the hostage kid. Right, yes. Because they pulled that routine again, except he didn't have to be a lady this time for some reason. Mm-hmm. But so they take the, you know, his dad away. Like, yeah, you're the criminal. And they're just like, what's your name, kid? And he's like, I'm not telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He refuses to tell anyone. But the mom, <gasps> oh. Lorraine, <laughs> a lady. Spoiler. <laughs> Lorraine watches on TV and sees that, oh, man, there was a daring daring heist yeah took place she was ironing while she was watching this yes. she was yeah what ironing yep but notices there was daring heist that took irony. place 
that was thwarted by the by the brave policeman of Webster. Yes. And the, and these these two people got caught, and she sees the shot of the dad, yeah. and then she sees him. Now, earlier in the film, the dad and Corey Haim have had a discussion where Corey Haim was like, "Tell me about my mom again." Yeah. If she, if she wasn't dead, would she be robbing banks with us? Yeah. Would she be happy? Yeah. Or yeah. And he's like, "Nah, your mom was smart. She probably wouldn't be doing this." That, mm-hmm. that but she'd want us to. Be she'd happy. want us to be happy. You know. We, doing, we also, doing we also this makes me think because it was part of the same conversation that we we've, we've glossed over. Because mm-hmm. there, there was a brief period of time before we established that Cynthia Rothrock was his dad's woman. Yep. But uh, there's no delicate way to step into this. But Corey Haim describes Cynthia Rothrock's breasts in really stupid ways. A like, couple times. Like, you, he's you, just like, he's you, like, you like her because she's got, you know, hooters. You can, you can say whatever. it, Dad. Hooters. Hooters. And, On then, her and, chest. Then, and then, lady, <laughs> yeah, when she's talking about, like, the you know, uh, Cynthia Rothrock versus his mom, she's like, yeah, but... She's got the gazongas mm-hmm. or some shit or something. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Just... It's quickly revealed that he's never been laid. So he, yeah, he doesn't know what he's mm-hmm. talking about. Nope. Yeah. Anyway. Although that comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so mom goes to the police station. <gasps> yeah. And, and claims Rain him. goes which, to the police which, station. Which that was Cynthia Rothrock's plan was they were going to say, like she was going to say it was his older sister and that, you know, Mm-hmm. She's his legal, legal guardian, guardian now, I guess, yeah. and claim him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> claim him. Yeah. <laughs> but as they get there, this is when Lorraine is walking him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no words are exchanged. Like we just kind of see her talking to the cops, and we see Corey Haim looking at the dad. And yeah. The dad sees Lorraine like, oh, this is why I didn't want to yep. come to Webster. <laughs> yep. And then they're, you know, and then she's in the car taking Corey Haim home, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, me and your dad, we go way back. We used to work the derby together. Yeah, we we worked the demolition derby together. That's what he taught me to drive. I drive yeah. fast. Because and then she goes, oh, oh shit. Yeah, because she goes about halfway through the drive. She, she's got like a nice 280Z that she's driving, but mm-hmm. she's like, oh shit, I left the iron on. <laughs> and then it's just. Yeah. This is just a chance for them to show us how well she drives. Right? Sure. While yeah. Which is fairly well. The the other two are in a pickup truck behind them just trying, trying to, to keep, keep up, up but mm-hmm. they're in a shitty pickup truck. Yep. Right. And they don't. They spin out or something, and I think that's the point where they go back to their hotel, and she karate kicks everything. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, but in yeah. frustration, doesn't she Which, kick a burger out of his hand? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's laying in bed, just like he's just laying there peacefully, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Burger in my hand!" Ah! <laughs> and then she comes in and just kicks it out. But, of there. but the iron thing is resolved because. They show up and Honey. there's there's attractive young lady mm-hmm. on the porch and she's like holding a bunny, holding a bunny. Yes, <laughs> Honey is holding a bunny. Honey, Honey bunny. bunny. Yes. <laughs> Good job, Chuck. Everybody, be cool. This is robbery. <laughs> it uh, works. Yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, another thing Quentin Tarantino yeah, stole from another rip movie. Off artist. <laughs> so gross. Well, uh, yeah, she's like, oh, I took care of your iron, and she's like, oh, thanks, yeah. honey. Meet uh, this guy, kid, Corey Haim. Nelson. Meet Nelson. Nelson. It was, and, and and instead of like, this is like the one time we just not immediately like, hey, I'm in your face. How you doing? What's up? How you doing? And he's yeah. just like, Good. yeah, you're pretty. Right. Will I see yeah. you later? Well, he does the Corey Haim. I'm gonna stare at you while mouth breathing thing that Corey oh, Haim does. His his jaw was locked open for this whole movie. Like yeah. he never closes his mouth. Like there, nope. there was a bit where they were stealing license plates in the rain, and he is just sucking if, up every raindrop he can get because yeah. his mouth is wide open. If he'd have looked up, he'd have drowned. Yes. <laughs> but there's like two seconds of a conversation where she's like, oh, that's she's here because I was going to teach her how to drive stick. And he's like, I can do that. I, can, I drive stick really well. I was well. unlicensed to drive. I, yeah. know, I know this. <laughs> yeah. You fit a Mercedes in the back of Cadillac. Or I don't know. Yep. 
So he teaches her how to drive. Right. Kind of. And it's shitty at first and then capable after. Yeah. 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 But what he's really doing is he's taking her out for a spin to case the the entire town. Yeah. 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 He wants to he wants to look at the town and figure out how he can break his dad out of jail. And it's the one time in the movie where he's not obsessed with sex because she's for, for some reason. And, and apparently maybe this is the message of the movie. It, the less you care, the better it goes because he's a hundred percent like, you know, he's a hundred percent about like, I'm casing this and Hey, can you stop over here? I need to get some maps and I'm going to plan mm. how to, I'm going to break my dad out. And she's for whatever reason, just like, Oh, Corey Haim, you're dreamy. Like let's let's park. Oh, you she want to? Par- to- she's like, hey, can you park over here? Which is like behind the police station, and she's like, oh yeah, sure. And yeah. Immediately, let's, like she step- likes a man who 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 likes maps. Yeah. <laughs> she's a cartophile. Mm. <laughs> I'd cartographer. <laughs> there it is. Nicely done, Chuck. Uh. But yeah, so they're just parked, and he's like, yeah, that's the police station, and over there's my dad and things, and she's like. Let's go to first gear. And he's like, what? No, we're parked. And she like grabs his knee and he's like, <laughs> and then she's like, and second gear's up here. And then third gear's over here. And then fourth yeah, he's gear. Like, he goes, what's fourth? What's yeah. fourth gear? And she holds up a, a condom yeah. and he just snatches yeah. it out of her hand. People could see us. <laughs> and then, yes, there's just the seats recline. Yeah. So we don't get a topographic sex scene. Yeah, but he makes like turkey noises when he's <laughs> like when he goes Ooh. to mount her. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. He's good. Uh, so the other thing that happened before they had the sex was as they were driving around collecting maps and everything, she's just sitting in the driver's seat the whole time. Every single time he returns to the car, he pops up out of nowhere in the driver's window mm-hmm. and is like, hey, <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's like the scary movie thing where, you know, she, yeah. she's he does all it at jittery least three and excited. Yeah. Wait, now. I just realized Corey Haim was in Silver Bullet. With Gary Busey. He was, yes. That's yeah. probably where he learned how to do this. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah. hey. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he does. He pops up at the window. He's like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> and then like he'll walk away for half a second. He'll come you miss me? <laughs> hey, I'm here. Hey. I'm back. I learned how to act. Yeah, maybe Busey. that's also where left. he learned the cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Probably. For, yeah. yeah. Boy. Mm. Oh, but man. But yeah, I mean, like he's like a bird in this movie. You know, like his head is just on this swivel where he's like, hey, what's over there? Hey, I'm Corey. Hey, what's going oh. on? When he was on the porch with her earlier, he like his mom said something and he has this weird like twirling flourish move that he does like, yes, ma'am. It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Zoolander. Yes. Yeah, it's like, Despite all odds, Corey Haim gets laid by the pretty lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he takes her home and we never see her again. Not <laughs> nope. No, barely mentioned. Well she's no she's no, out I'm of the sorry. Movie. <laughs> she's she's not mentioned. The act is mentioned. She's yeah. just yeah. she was just a, a sideline participant, right. apparently. Yes. But he basically explains to mom not mom yet, but <laughs> but it's just like I'm gonna break jet dad out of prison. You could mm-hmm. help. And she's like, No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. He somehow talks her into Jailbreak. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, you can't rob banks. I, I know what you guys are doing. You can't keep doing this. It's yeah. not going to... Everybody gets caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because they bond over like a salad or something, and he's mm-hmm. just amazed at the quality of food. Like, oh my God, you he's, can cook. He's amazed that she can cook in general. Yeah. 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 He's yeah, like, I heat up SpaghettiOs and make cold cereal. Yeah. He specifies cold cereal. And, like, yeah. Can and, you make oatmeal? And like, also when he got there, he just... When he went into gary Busey puppy mode as he walked into the house he's like hey what's that hey you know and it's just like points at the refrigerator he's like hey what's this you know and it's like mm-hmm. it's a ad for her when she sang at the amphitheater yeah and he's like oh the amphitheater 
how many people does that seat? And she's like, 8,000. He's like, 8,000 at $15 a head, huh? Wow, that's a lot of money. You know, so, hey, foreshadowing. <laughs> I read ahead in the script. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, they uh, they go to break the dad out, mm-hmm. which involves her parking somewhere on the other side of town. And he goes over and he places a ladder next to part of the building. And then he goes and gets a garbage truck and drives it through the wall of his dad's jail cell. Yes. Which, man, <laughs> would probably kill his dad. Well, also, <laughs> what kind of planning let him know exactly where the jail cell was on the exterior of the place? Um, he, I guess he was in he there. He got all the Corey Haynes spent a lot of time in know. jails. Yeah. So. Yeah. But also, like, very, I mean, good spatial awareness of, like, that the cots are over here. Here's the place where somebody won't be. Right. Unless they're on the john, in which case you just killed your dad. <laughs> he was getting all the plans at one. When they were driving around, yeah, he was getting he plans the for everything. And stuff. And, okay. Yeah. yeah but anyway, sure. so they get out. They climb the ladder up onto the roof. Parkour. And, and run around on the roof for a while. Two cops give chase. Yeah. Well, which not I'm thinking to... Like, either A, knock the ladder down just to slow them down, or even better, pull the ladder up with you. Yeah. Like, no, but they're just like, hey, and they take their time going yeah, up that little ladder. Yeah, the dad is very nonchalant about going up the ladder. Yeah. Because he's just he's like... real excited about being broken out, but yeah, not he's like, real hey, excited about the out, son. This is, a, this is an adventure. Yeah, you're awesome. I love you. <laughs> yeah. But yes, they parkour down the roofs, and eventually the cops are like, I'm not jumping that far, and they... they and jump, never draw their guns. No. Never draw their guns, and they drive away... In the car with Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Yep. They go back to her house where dad's basically just like. Well, go- first, like they, they, Corey Haim, please go away. We need to have a chat. Yep. And he's like, okay, great. Yeah, I'll go in and, here. And yeah, he's just like, I didn't think you could have a singing career. So I took your, the kid off your hands at four years old. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. We, we'd never gotten caught before this. Yeah. She's like, well, you've had him this long. I'm having him for the rest of the time. I think he's going to stay here and not submit to your bullshit anymore yeah. and, and so he's like okay so yeah the dad goes in and t- talk to Corey Haim and he's yeah. just, at first Corey Haim's just like hey dad how's it going well, I was jail uh, and by the way I got laid and that he's was like, awesome he's like do you see the the gleam in my eye guess what yeah. guess what guess I, what I touch I touch some breasts I, I learned I learned that's what they're called they're not they're not hooters or gazagas like, I, I got the feeling yeah. he actually grabs his dad by the face he does he's like mm-hmm. dad listen to me I've got to tell you something it's just like ew what and he's like, I got I got laid. <laughs> Dad's like, hell yeah, that's fucking fantastic, He's son. Like, cool. I I, uh, I got something else to tell you. Yeah. You know that Lorraine yeah. lady? Uh, she's real special, right? Yeah, she's your mom. Yeah, uh, and you're sur- staying with her. Now. Real sorry, yeah. I didn't tell you about that. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you're not my dad. Get out of here. <laughs> He's like, all right, son. Yeah. <laughs> How could I ever trust you again? Yeah. <laughs> you bank robbing fuck. <laughs> you trustworthy bank robbing fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh no, now you lied to me. Ooh. Yeah. But so. Yeah. He oh. he just like all right I guess I'll go yeah the dad sullen walk leave. the earth <laughs> yeah leaves <laughs> yeah and then it's just like the next day and it's like hey Corey Ham what do you want for breakfast and then Cynthia Rothrock well, just <laughs> what happens is uh, Lorraine finishes up singing at her oh right at her shift at the mm-hmm. whatever at, bar at the the hootie she saloon. fucking sings <laughs> like, yeah yeah. Yeah, she had to sing Mustang Sally again. (laughs) Right. You've just found out (laughs) that your son that's been missing for 12 years Mm -hmm. is literally in your town. Yep. And now in your house. You've broken his dad out of jail. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're going down to the saloon to sing for $17. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Nah, lady's gotta make nah. a living somehow. She Honest had, living, man. Yeah, she had that nice house with Rob a fireplace to take care of. Yeah, she had bills she's got all pay. that bank robbing money yeah. now. No, she didn't have any of that money. Yeah. That's buried out in the wherever it's buried. Oh, right, she doesn't know about that. That's she accessible. Uh, yeah, come on, whatever. <laughs> Only Brendan Gleeson knows about that. <laughs> right, 
But yes, they they follow her home and basically just busted like it's the it's the corniest like oh this is happening like because yeah. like by the time you realize what's happening it's over yeah, yeah they, they, like, they try to jiggle the door open and she's like who is that and yeah. opens the door and gets promptly <laughs> she, she says kicked in the stomach yeah is stomach that, kicked by mike or whatever dude's yeah. name is and pop. opens the door pop yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, she gets kicked in the stomach, and they grab Corey Haim, and and they're gone. It's like, wow, that just happened. Okay. So the next scene, literally the next scene, is the morning, Mm -hmm. and the dad calling, being like, hey, just checking in. How's my boy? Seeing how my boy's doing. And she's like, oh, two people came in, kidnapped him. Kicked me in the stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This broad kicked me in the stomach. And he's like, and you didn't call the police? And she's like, obviously, I couldn't call the police. No, I couldn't call the police. Yes, you could. Nah. There's, there's nothing stopping her from calling nothing the police anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He's not there Dude's anymore. Out of the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. knows necessarily. I mean, they could maybe say that. Yeah. No. It's, yeah. It's, those cops probably died anyway, <laughs> falling yes. off that roof. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to pin Corey Haim for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. That's but dumb. They they go have breakfast in a bar. Or diner. Well, something. he's like, yeah, he's like, meet me at the yeah. the same diner they were, and bring at. all the stuff in my kids' room. So she brings like all the maps and stuff, and he's like, yeah, he plans everything. Hey, he looks at it for like what... a minute. Yeah, he's like, this doesn't look like his thing. Oh wait, why is this pointing to the Utah? Why is this thing? Why do you have a pamphlet on the Utah Amphitheater? And she's like, that's it. That's I... it. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he did the math. <laughs> said Eight thousand seat to fifteen dollars a pop. He's like, we don't. We don't rob amphitheaters. We're bank robbers. Yeah. And like everyone. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> like what? He's like, and he's like, she puts on sunglasses and he's just like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I talk too loud. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they drive to the amphitheater. And, which is already being robbed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And a dude's just sitting in the truck yep. being the getaway driver. <laughs> just flossing, picking his teeth or whatever. Yep. And, uh, and, and Sam, the dad, like pulls, like walks up to the window with a gun. Yeah. Points it at him. And he doesn't phase him. He's yeah. He's like, yeah, Ken hey. Lerner's just like whatever, man. You yeah. know what? Flossing, it's good. But however, oh, yeah. however, he does do the best joke in the movie. Yeah, because he just looks at him. He's like, you know, me, me and Lily, we're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah, fist bump, fist bump. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, high five me, bro. Yeah. And meanwhile, the dad's like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. She kicked my ass. Where's my son? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, don't worry, he's part of this. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see that that Corey Haim has been strapped up with dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she Which, has a detonator. A remote mm-hmm. detonator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, this is the, the second week that a remote detonator has played into the third act of a Corey Haim movie. Weird. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they, they come out and she throws him in the back of the mm-hmm. of the truck and she climbs in the back and they just and she's of, like back off yeah back off we'll blow it up and the dad's just like like nobody ever says you'll blow yourself up too right yeah. i mean he says it to the mom later, later to Lorraine. he's like but not at the time where it's like getting away like this is dumb you know that's an empty threat mm-hmm. i'm staying right here but yeah. he complies yeah yeah uh but he has also mentioned that they are very dumb yes yeah but they drive away and then he's pretty much right behind them yeah and this kind of leads to the stunt spectacular yeah there's some uh there's some good stuff in this yeah some good stunting there's some very good stunting in this yeah. because you've got the pickup truck mm-hmm. and um basically cory Haim kind of tries to fight back at some point and so they're you know they're going down these winding mountain roads weaving in and out of cars that are already there mm-hmm. and 
Corey Heyman says you're Rothbard are in the bed of the truck. Yeah, yeah. they're in the bed yeah. of the truck, and and the dad and Lorraine are following in the 280Z, mm-hmm. and eventually Corey Haim basically just gets kicked out the back by Cynthia Rothrock. Well, and, she kind of and, picks him up and body yeah. slams him over the tail of the truck. But the thing is, there's a chain link fence roll. Before mm-hmm. that, even though, we get some back. satisfying Corey Haim getting his ass kicked just in the oh, bed of the oh, truck. Yeah. There is full I, contact I mean, fighting going, well, not fighting. Cynthia Rothrock is kicking Corey Haim's ass in I mean, the bed of this well, truck. Well, there is a point where he's over him, mm-hmm. and, over her, and he's like got his fist cocked, and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And, and saying, she just at, fucking jacks at, at, at him this from point that of point. the movie. It was as crazy and as annoying as he's been. It's like when Cynthia Rothbard starts kicking his ass in the bed of the truck. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, I mean, this truck is moving. Mm-hmm. Like, I know in certain shots it's not moving that fast, but you've still got the two stars of your movie standing up in the bed of this pickup truck fighting each other mm-hmm. while it's moving. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure safety precautions were taken, but still, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is, I mean, she's full out doing, like, roundhouse kicks and shit. It's not just close combat fighting. She's right. jumping kicks and weird shit like that. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. She tosses him over the tail end of the truck. He grabs hold of this chain link fence roll, and it rolls out to where he is now being dragged, <laughs> Indiana Jones style, mm-hmm. behind this truck. And he is pretty much there for the rest of this chase. <laughs> yeah. I love that they bothered to put some red paint on his hands. So it's like, you know, just to at yeah. least acknowledge yeah. that your hands would be fucked. Yep. Yeah. They're stuntmen. They know what's up. I know. Yeah, I'm just know. saying, like, they would be bloody stumps in, in reality. However, right. at least they bothered with that much. Mm-hmm. Also, later, uh, there's a nice little touch. Later, after this gets resolved, um, spoiler alert, he lives. Um, <laughs> the oh. tops of his thighs, the the pants are all shredded away yeah. from the mm-hmm. tops of his thighs. Yeah. Just a nice touch. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, good job. The man. stunt man that is being dragged on this fence, they are not taking it easy. Like they're whipping around corners. Oh. They go off road at one point. So yep. this dude is just like dragged yeah. through the dirt and the rocks and everything. And yeah. I mean, in like Utah style desert shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's one shot from like down below, like in a, crevasse and they drive by and you just see this body bounce like it's oh just... my god it takes uh <laughs> yeah that just made me physically uncomfortable to mm-hmm. see yep but now the cops are like joined in and they have a helicopter too to which cynthia rothrock is basically like not paying attention to Corey Haim or the dad trying to go from the 280z to jumping onto the back of the truck mm-hmm. yeah she's like i'm gonna shoot this helicopter out of the sky with a shotgun right and does it kind of works. <laughs> and does yeah. She it at shoots least it makes thing it like turn around. Times. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it starts smoking, and they have to like you know go land or whatever. But I <laughs> yeah. mean, still, it's just like uh, all right. Yep. But, but anyway. that allows the dad to jump into the bed of the truck. Not not directly. Like he he hangs on the side right. of the truck for a while. Like yeah. he only half makes it, and then slowly climbs his way up, and then it just starts straight up fighting Cynthia Rothrock. And I guess luckily this time he can fight her like not i mean sort of he gets kind of the drop on her but basically the entirety of the fight is him getting his ass kicked again he's Mm -hmm. just taking it he throws her over the front of the truck yeah like he has her on top of the truck like pushing forward and if he was smart he would have just shoved her so she's stuck up there Mm -hmm. but he literally pulls her back into the back which you know is probably the the financer is going pull her back in right (laughs) <laughs> right we're not doing that yeah we're not doing that stunt but eventually she gets thrown out of the truck mm-hmm. and is almost run over by the mom who is following behind in the yeah in the Datsun. <laughs> and that's the last we see of her isn't it yeah i think so i kept waiting for her to pop up again you yeah. don't see her again yeah 
except maybe in the sequel. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, but now now we've just got <laughs> got Nebish guy driving. Yeah. And the dad has basically climbed around and, and he's tried trying to, to get take into the, the detonator away from him. He's trying to get into that. Well, when when that dude was given the detonator, he's like, I, well, I don't want this. <laughs> this yeah. I didn't that, want that is, this. Yeah. And he like delicately kind of puts it on the dash, like, just stay right there. I don't want anything to do with you. And so the dad is trying to get in through the passenger side door. And this guy has just immediately given up. He's just like, I didn't want any. I have nothing to do with this. Please. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> mommy, mommy, mommy. I don't want yeah. it. No part of this whatsoever. Um, but. So they get to a point where they're tussling and then it's, Corey Haim is still being dragged. Yeah, but he's made his way to the back of the truck, I guess. He's climbed up a little bit, but they get to like this this side of the road, like kind of dirt parking lot area. Mm-hmm. And Corey Haim has been thrown clear from that. So he's not mm-hmm. he's not attached to it anymore, except when the truck starts to back up and then Corey Haim is, is pinned under, under still the bumper, under the yeah. truck hanging on. Mm-hmm. Um, still strapped with dynamite. The dynamite yeah. thing is still strapped to him. So he basically the the detonator gets knocked out of their hands and, right. and into basically on the ground. And the dad gets thrown clear. Yeah, and well he jumps out because he sees that they were about to go underneath a conveniently parked semi truck. That's right. Which, which shaves off the top of the of their truck. Yes. But then the guy pops up. To which up. that guy should have been cut in half, right. but no, he just does the he's lean fine. up from the side and he's yeah. fine. So This is why bench seats are better than bucket seats. Mhm. Yeah. Um so now like he's come to a stop and like he's the detonator is halfway between where he is and where the dad is trying to crawl to get to the detonator. Mm-hmm. And so he's driving towards the dad who is desperately trying to get to the detonator, which at this point, Corey Haim has pulled off of himself and thrown into the bed of the truck. Yeah. He's the dynamites in the truck. Yeah. So basically he's about to beat the dad there because he's in a truck and this guy's mm-hmm. just crawling over to this detonator when the mom comes and T-bones this car out of the way. I really like this shot. Yeah, because they because fuck the, up that car. <laughs> yeah, and the way they set it up is really well framed yeah. because it looks like, you know, they're setting it up so he can grab the thing, yes. you, you know, or or run it over or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that car just comes out like instantly in frame. Yeah. Like yeah. the timing of it is so good. Mm-hmm. But what this does <laughs> is it knocks this guy's truck away to which it basically falls backwards down the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. This is a really good like we're realistic a, yeah we're wrecking a fucking car a yeah. car thing tumbles down a cliff thing it, it it rolls on the wheels proper more than you usually see in a movie yeah like, usually yeah, it's just in the room you know this is like yeah it rolls I mean, and bounces and then hits yeah. something and starts mm-hmm. tumbling I mean, but it flies apart oh, it's, yeah and it, it looks still good. flies completely apart yeah i appreciate that there's already wrecks down there yeah <laughs> right <laughs> like dead man's curve or something yeah. sure but yeah. Or they just shot the other three movies down in this place where Probably. they knew they could throw a fucking car. <laughs> but yeah, it explodes. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Like yes. you think it would. And thank you. Thank yes. you for that. Movie, you know what we're expecting. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you don't blue ball us I, on I the... kept figuring he was going to hit the button to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still thought he was going to hit the button. Like a secondary detonation would have been good. <laughs> yeah, That's what I was is... really hoping. Like, you... <laughs> just like, is he I dead? Just... I don't know. Blam. <laughs> I just <laughs> knew I knew it was not that type of movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because but, like when I like when Cynthia Rothrock, as soon as she was on the back bed of that truck, I'm like, oh, they're get, she's getting the thump thump mm-hmm. uh, from the other car when yeah. she gets cho- tossed yeah. off. But she nah. didn't. but it's not that this type movie's of movie, yeah. even so 
pacifist that like the dude's fine he fell out of the truck and was hanging on a tree branch yep yep and that's basically how the movie ends is like him hanging go there going oh no like i mean well there's one more scene but like he's just hanging there like cops what hey it was her idea like hey save me but we get one final scene of them driving away in the z Mm -hmm. and and it's like she's just like should not be drivable (laughs) no it shouldn't be but she's just like you know i'm in charge now and they you're like yeah we're not gonna rob banks anymore and they drive by a bank and well, they fight over the radio for yes. fucking ever. Uh, they do that mm. for a while, but they drive by a bank and everybody kind of looks out the window and, and she's just like, ah, it'll be easy. And they're like, ha ha, free uh, We are criminals. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Fast getaway. No. They go to Canada, right? That's where they, yeah. s- well, that's where they say they're going, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they got distracted by a, a bank. bank. <laughs> I bet there's money Bye. in that there bank. <laughs> Fast Getaway 2. It's loony this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so despite all of the wonderful music on the soundtrack, no Stargrove. Mm-mm. Nothing about heists. Nope. Nothing about bank robberies. Uh-huh. Nothing of that. There, there is something by, like, I, I guess I would call the artist Duke, because it's certainly not Prince. There's something that's like, sounds like it wants to be 91 era Prince, and it's just like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like someone heard Bat Dance and they're like, I can do that. <laughs> Which was that was just all sound clips, but they were like, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. 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 But no, so nothing like that. No. However, ratings. Yes. I'll go. All okay. Right. I'm going to give it a bag. I was going to give it two bags, but I really like the stunt spectacular at the end. But not enough for me to say you should watch Fast Getaway because, man, Corey Haim on drugs is insufferable. And I don't know if he was just pretending to act hyper, but. God damn, kid. Calm down. Yeah, you want to pin him down and just shoot him full of Ridlin. Yeah. Just like he kids, is just stop. out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I mean, it has we had some fun with it, especially when Corey Haim just started popping up into scenes and just shouting hey at people. But mm-hmm. like I I never thought in a week's time I would say, man, his performance in Demolition High was pretty good. <laughs> It's way better. It is. Yes, it it's is. It's more restrained. It's not any better. It's, it's just more restrained. Yeah. But it's they're both bad. It's just not as annoying in this. Yeah, it's just and it's it's so strange to see what he did to himself in like 4 years between these two movies. Mm-hmm. Like in this he's still heartthrob kid. Yeah, he still looks like a kid. And in Demolition High, man, it's just like Jesus Christ, dude. Looks what like have shit. you done? So anyway, that doesn't have anything to do with this movie. One bag, yeah. it's one bag we're in. It it had potential, but it just stunts at the beginning, stunts at the end, and then in the middle is just a bunch of I don't give a shit. I really mm-hmm. don't. So predictable family drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it if the family were bank robbers, despite every scene with Cynthia Rothrock either being her in a bra or her kicking something's ass. I still think it's a criminal waste of Cynthia. Oh, Rothrock. completely wasted. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to echo the one bag. Uh, if it wasn't for the stunt spectaculars, you know, peppered throughout this movie, it would be way lower. Um, because, yeah, Corey Haim is annoying as fuck. It's occasionally funny to l- laugh at. Uh, unfortunately, it does get the one honest. I mean, it, it's as stupid a line as every other stupid line in this movie, but it's, it's the way the guy, you know, delivers it with the fist pump of like, yeah, we're doing it now. Doing it. Um, <laughs> it's, it shouldn't be funny, but I, I don't know if it just, this movie wore me down to a point because I, I know we're, we're, we're 
hoisting a lot of the blame on Corey Haim, and that's that's fair because he is like you know cocaine fiended up throughout this whole thing. But everything that's not action stunt spectacular is really bad. Like all of the dialogue things, even when he's not on screen, which is rare. But I like the way people act to each other is like that weird childish adult theme mismatch like you know you know unfocused target audience thing like yeah it like, feels like a movie made by 12 year olds yeah i mean but like but with themes that you wouldn't want a 12 year old to watch per se you know like it's mm-hmm. that like i said I, I we've pointed at examples of this before we i just hate that where it's like you don't even know what you don't even have a target audience you're just you're not appealing to anyone with what you're doing like it, it's it's like a latter day cannonball movie or, you know, it's, it's, it's shitty. Like, you know, Dukes of Hazzard, yuck, yuck, you know, kind of vibe to it, the, the whole thing. And, but then when they turn on the stunt spectacular, it's like, fuck yeah, do more of that. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, overall, it's just like, don't go find a YouTube clip of like that final. And you don't even need the others. I mean, the other stunt things are fine, but that, you, that last one's the only one really worth watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones are, are just, you've seen, it's well done, but you've seen that shit in other movies. Yeah. The, the, car chase at the beginning is good car stunting but it's it's typical it's mm-hmm. like okay if you were to do this well this is what it would look like it's not yeah let's have a, a karate fight in the back of this pickup truck and then as we drag Corey Haim yeah. <laughs> on a chain link fence and those early stunt scenes like the only notable stuff is like when somebody fishtails too far yeah you know because you see a few shots of that like where the cop cars you know normally it's oh well we'll do the fishtail because we can't make the turn, you know, or whatever. And there's a few where they're just like, they lose that car. Yeah. There are a couple of cops who just like, Nope, hit it too hard. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know if it happened on accident or it was on purpose. If it was on accident, they left it in because it actually looked kind of cool. Kind of like that. Sure. More stunts, the better. Yeah. I like stunts. All the stunts. Yeah. If you replaced Corey Haim with like literally anybody, almost, this could probably be a one or two jocks movie. Um, like you could take somebody the complete opposite that's just dull mm-hmm. and it dull in the bad way. And it makes this movie better by leaps and bounds. Um, I feel like it could like, be equally bad if you had a whiny kid, though. Like if it was, mm-hmm. you know, like young Anakin Skywalker style kid or some, some yeah, bullshit for sure. like that. You for know. sure. But if you if you just did the complete opposite sure. of of Corey Haim, then... <laughs> Which I don't know is Keanu Reeves maybe, or yeah, a, a rock perhaps. Like you could just you could just have like a, a husbando pillow or something of anyone and drag him around and it would be it would be a better movie. Like no dialogue from this Nelson character and it would be it would be better. As it stands, I have to. I think I think I'm just gonna give it a bag. Okay, just. Uh, maybe two. It's no. hard. It's hard to. I'll give it one bag because I respect the hell out of the stunts okay. and anybody that's willing to do that. You know, being dragged for seventy-eight miles behind a truck on a chain link fence deserves to not be put. You know, in the in the lower echelons of bagdom. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll give you that. And again, criminal criminal waste of Cynthia Rothrock. Like, why? I don't even know why you. Aside from she probably knew everybody involved with the making of this movie. Um, I don't know why you'd bother with using her in, in this movie. You can have, you could have gotten the girl from demolition high and just let her run around 
barely able to hold up a giant handgun again. I mean, it's out of place. Her her karateing has serves no purpose. Whatsoever. Yeah, it, it's really forced. Yeah, every time it's used, it's really forced. It's good, but um, it's forced. <laughs> yeah, she's good at what she does, and she's awfully nice to look at in this, which is a bonus. But I was I was excited to see Cynthia Rothrock, and and I never I never got what I wanted out of out of her character at all. Plus, her character was just sort of annoying in general. But yeah, yeah. one bag. There are a lot of annoying characters in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's misused. Corey Haim is uh, like his energy is weird because it just it makes me nervous for everyone around him at all times. And he can't not be in everyone's personal space at all times. And yet there's something compelling about him. Yeah. And. I don't know. I enjoy that last 20 minutes so much. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like Wheels of Terror. The Wheels of Terror is way better mm-hmm. as far as like, because Wheels of Terror is just like, here's like 45 straight minutes of insanity. Yeah. And this is like, here's like 10 to 15 minutes of craziness. So I can go one jocks, but just know that Corey Haim is going to annoy the shit out of you <laughs> for the majority of this movie. Yep. So, but I still, there's enough stuff in there that that I liked that I could, I could go a single jocks, but don't get, you're not going to get any higher out of me. There's no way. None of us are going to try to convince you to yeah, go higher. I know. Guaranteed. So yeah. what did you settle on? One jocks. One okay. Jocks. Yeah. 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 It's all right. I mean, it's no demolition high. Let me tell <laughs> well, you that. No, absolutely. Not. That's true. There's not the power of Alan Thick yeah. to save us from this movie. Good point. Yeah. Well, let's make a fast getaway to a break. Shall we? Second half, half number two. What are we going to talk about now? Uh, well, it's anime, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. um, there's been a little bit of hype going around, going around about um, Agretzko. The it's A G G R E T S U K O. Um, it's a it's a weird thing. It's a Netflix series uh, that is an animated thing out of japan it's a japanimation uh anime. wait so it's animation i guess you could say so <laughs> oh i guess you could huh and you watched um, it i did like a bunch of people i know have said good things about it and a couple people have contacted me and said hey you should watch this hey. um <laughs> but it's it like Corey yeah <laughs> yeah it was the ghost of Corey Haim and gary Busey at the same time one in either ear um some people have even contacted me directly and said, "Hey, you should really watch this. It's it's cool and charming. It's um, it's somehow related to Sanrio, like the makers of Hello Kitty and the Kuro Kuro Kuropi, and I know too many of these uh, little dudes. But you know, Hello Kitty, those people. I've heard uh, of that. Yes, I understood that reference. I've been to their <laughs> store in the mall." That wasn't a reference necessarily. I, was, I was directly I, talking about the, the thing. It, well, it's the one word you said in the last five minutes. I understood. Hello, How about Kitty. that. Mm. <laughs> that's the that's the cartoon cat. 
Yes, that is the cartoon cat that is three apples high. Um, okay. I just made... I pretty. I thought I knew what Hello Kitty was, but I wanted to be right. sure. I'm sorry. I was. I'm sorry. I was making an obscure reference to Hello Kitty by saying Hello Kitty. Uh, yeah. Um, I was, oh, that's I the was cat like, that says hi. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's Hi Cat. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's Sup Feline. Hi Cat. So um, what is uh, Agamotto or whatever the hell it is? Agamemnon. Agamemnon. What uh, is it? What is it about? It's about this red panda that works in an accounting office <laughs> that. It's a cartoon red panda that works in an accounting office, and um, she's sort of mild-mannered, but like gets all her stress relief by going to karaoke and singing death metal. And the moments where it goes from like normal, normal Retzko to Agretzko, because um, <laughs> it's why are you so aggro? <laughs> right, um, like. Like the red panda gets angry? Yes. Okay. And like her eyes start glowing and fangs and claws and everything. And just is shouting all of this like crazy death metal shit. It is really not something that I thought that I would like on paper, but enough people knew me well enough to recommend it. And they were right. It's really cute and charming and it's a lot of fun. It's, I think, 10 episodes and the episodes are like 15 minutes a piece. Um, it's funny. Oh, so you can bang it out in a... Couple hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I watched it over two days. I think it like Sunday and Monday. I took Monday off. Um, I watched half of it Sunday and half of it Monday. It's it's really easy, really easy to watch. But it's a it's a cute series. And if you like, you know, adorable anime type creatures, then it's fun. I'm looking forward to them doing another season. Actually, hmm. so subs or dubs. Interesting. Oh, question. this is where he loses all of the listeners. <laughs> right. Actually, I'm I normally I'm a subs person mm-hmm. because I like hearing the, you know, the inflection and the emotion in the original language and it matches up with the lip movements and everything. When I started the series, it was it defaulted to Japanese with English subtitles. When I went back to it the next day, it just defaulted to English, and I was like 10 minutes into an episode before I realized it. Um, you thought you just were speaking Japanese? <laughs> like no. your brain had suddenly no. clicked, and it was just like, oh shit, I understand Japanese No, now. it just didn't Did even... you really think so? <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't even like occur to me that anything was different. Okay. Um, but the voice acting in the in the dubbed version is really good. So, and they don't seem to really change anything. Uh, in fact, it makes, it probably makes it a little bit easier to watch because A, you're not having to read, which not a big deal, but yeah, it's nerds, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and B, it's a little less distracting, I guess, in general, but uh, I would watch it either way. doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. Like, fair enough. In the grand sense, but it's a lot of fun if you, like I said, if you like, you know, cute anime animals shouting and being weird, then. Oh, so anime. Good. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, not like, anime, anime. it's not like. If you enjoy anime. It's not like super outlandish like some anime, like it doesn't go from like normal to chibi type, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth like that. It just. It stays sort of in its 
It's totally normal. In you know, style. death metal, red, red panda, totally normal. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally normal. The story is like, old as time. Yeah. <laughs> red pandas. If I had a dollar Accountants. for every time. Sure. Yeah, Sorry. But do you? No. Oh. <laughs> it's cute and fun, and you should watch it if you like cute and fun things. Cool. Okay. Like me. <laughs> you like cute and fun things, Chuck? No, I'm oh. the cute and fun thing. Oh. Uh, you Come are. On. Thank you. So, you are. Right. Speaking of fun animated things, yeah, I just remembered uh, Archer Danger Island started. It is already way, 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 way better than Dreamland was. Yeah, you fell off on Dreamland. I watched all of it, but I was like, not it, like plot wise. It was like, all right, this is all right, but they kind of forgot the jokes mm. that season, and they. They're back. The jokes are back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're doing as far as like overall structure of the show. Like if they even give a fuck anymore or if they're just like, here are these character archetypes and we're just going to throw them into an alternate universe story each season. So it feels like they're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Danger Island is basically them doing like a, you know, a 30s serial thing. Oh, neat. Didn't they kind of say... That they were done with the sort of regular Archer thing, that they were just kind of bored of yeah. it. Yeah, because because they did Vice, and then they went back to it, I guess. Or wait, they did... I'm trying to remember now. Because I know Archer Vice was like season five, and then I think season six was when they went back to it, and then seven was like the whole private investigators thing, mm-hmm. and then eight was Dreamland, which was like him in a coma, and... Which one was the... Mime, or the- Magnum PI season. That was that was Vice. Yeah. Well, the Magnum PI season was the private investigator one was season seven, but it wasn't really Magnum PI. Oh. They just did that for the preview. Oh. But it was more like they're based in LA doing, you know, they, they were basically a workplace again. It was just they were private investigators instead of spies doing that. But no, this one is basically like a '30s serial. He's like a he he's a pilot on a on a tropical island that's full of danger, hmm. and you know. <laughs> There's just there's a lot of fun things they're doing, and they let Pam take center stage, which is what should happen more often anyway. So it's good. Pam is awesome. Yeah, if you fell off Archer last season, it's definitely back this season. So you guys want some uh, emails? Yeah, you got some emails. Give I want to. Oh, I got them emails for you. <laughs> I do. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> first one up is uh. From Jay from Vegas. Oh. It says, a stranger is a serial killer you haven't met. Hey, BMF crew. Jake is here, and I have an all-too-common movie situation that was recently solved. Like everyone else who watches their horror movies, I sit there as the killer stalks his prey and think, man, this would be so much better if Air Supply was on the soundtrack. The Strangers, Prey at Night, was playing at the Dollar Theater, and it was the most Chuck Fine movie I have ever seen. All right. The premise is that angsty teen girl with a Ramones tee that leaves one shoulder exposed and her bra strap that changes colors every scene despite this movie taking place over the course of one evening is being taken to a boarding school and her parents stop off for the night at Not Crystal Lake where they are hunted by masked serial killers who spend their downtime masturbating furiously while listening to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. The actors are okay and believable with angsty teen girl going doing a good... The actors are okay and believable with angsty teen girl going a good country mile past Ensign as soon as the shit hits the fan. I approve of that. Uh, that said, there was a serious issue in one scene with her. She's on the couch and her dad sits next to her to try and talk to, talk her into joining the family for a card game. 
As Dad's giving his speech, the actress is clearly confused as to how to play the scene and repeatedly looks directly into the camera as she tries out different facial expressions. The whole time I'm thinking, this was the take you used? <laughs> if you wait for this movie to reach your favorite streaming service, I can recommend it as background noise for a party. You could also get your friends together and mock this movie as you take shots every time a pop song plays. Hmm. I'm really stretching to justify my viewing of this film, so I'll bid you farewell. Crash and Burn, Jay, sent from my Sony Walkman playing Bonnie Tyler as a max psycho slits my throat. And this was The Strangers? Yes. Strangers. Yes. Dead by Dawn. The Strangers, Pray at Night. Yeah, that's P-R-E-Y. Oh. Pray. Uh, oh. Pray. Was there another Wait. Strangers movie? Yes. Oh. There have been a few. The Liv Tyler one. I don't know, I don't know this. Yeah. No. Strangers. Okay. I, I, yeah. I must have missed they, that. Yeah. I'm a little out of the, the horror yeah. game. There was a movie called The Strangers. It's repugnant. All right. Chuck doesn't like it. I don't care for it. We also don't like The Descent. The Descent and now right? I will spoil it. For yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the, <laughs> just, nope. the, the Descent is great, and so you're not always right. Yeah. No, I'm right. Okay. Also cute and fun. Chuck used his one... Two out of three, Amy. His, his one spoil a movie card. I'm just saying. This. The next one. You're done. <laughs> no, I I agree. That was a dick move. I shouldn't have done that. You just a boy. Yeah. That that's yes. a that's a <laughs> shitty way to approach criticizing a film. It is. It is. It really is. Yeah. It's well, shit. We've learned something today. Yeah. That the sun is actually great. No, no. <laughs> Still oh, bad. Oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, next one up is from Michael. Who, uh, I think this is the first time Michael's written in. He says, a big thanks and a couple of movie recommendations. Hey there. Hey. I'll start with a quick word of thanks. Firstly, as your podcast is awesome and always a darn good time. But secondly, and acutely, because it helped keeping helped keep me sane during the last couple of weeks. You know what helps greatly when your marriage suddenly turns sour? Binge listening to the whole Blaxploitation History Month legacy that you built up over the years. Emoji heart. That's why we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Even that's getting yeah. daunting now. <laughs> hey, Michael, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, we haven't all been there, but you know. Mm. Anyway, since I'm ready to you, I will also pitch a couple of movies. First off, I was shocked to find out that you didn't feature raw force yet, presuming that I didn't fail using the search function. Also, I forgot if somebody else has already pitched this. My brain is on autopilot somewhat at the moment. Therefore, let me give you the quick pitch. Quote, unquote, not literally, Hitler is running a human trafficking operation in the Philippines, selling hot naked babes to cannibalistic <laughs> monks who raise samurai and other great warriors from their graves as zombie fighters. Then, not literally, Bruce Lee and Cameron Mitchell, along the Burbank Karate Club and some half-naked women, st <laughs> strand on that island and find themselves fighting against this unholy trinity, zombie samurais, cannibalistic Filipino monks, and Hitler. Along the way, witness bar fights, stunts, nudity, more fist fights, martial arts, sword fights, Karen Mitchell missing pretty much every shot he takes, a weird-ass boat party, and much, much more. The movie does lose a little bit of steam towards the end, but it's under 90 minutes and features more than enough insane plot and B-movie hilarity to be quite entertaining. We'll get back to this. Uh, I will leave other <laughs> VAMPcast recommendations to a later date, but rather also pitch a movie that is too long and too well made for the podcast. Survive Style 5 Plus is a Japanese movie that, by energy and vibe, somewhat reminds me of Detention, though I don't want to give you the wrong idea by leaving things to this comparison alone. The movie is indeed funny, has insane ideas, and is relentlessly eccentric, but it doesn't feature the nonstop nature of Detention. Instead, it manages to also be thoughtful and at times deflate the otherwise relentless pace. 
But this isn't a bad thing. The movie features five loosely connected plots, each more insane than the next. On the surface level, these are fun just being taken literally due to their insanity. But there is even more to it than that, as all of these can be taken and interpreted figuratively as metaphors on bigger questions in life, society, and relationships. Overall, it's well worth watching unless you're looking for a traditional movie. Personally, it's one of my favorite movies due to this multi-layered way of entertainment. It's engaging and interesting just from a movie-making perspective, has a bunch of entertaining surface-level plots, and finally invites to interpret the different plots in terms of life philosophy. And it hurts me to see that pretty much nobody knows about it. Hmm. Wow. I just wanted to give thanks and pitch a couple of movies, and now look at this mess. Sorry for that. Keep up the great work, and greetings from Germany. Michael, sent from my high-end bread-slicing machine, is this joke even up to date anymore? Yes. Yes. It's fantastic. It is. Yes, it's the most relevant. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, raw force. Raw force. It's come up before. I believe there is a keyword in raw force that keeps us from watching raw force because I have looked at the poster for raw force every time it shows up in my Twitter feed or wherever and I break Chuck and go, dude, raw force. Yeah, um, I watched raw force four or five years ago Mm -hmm. when it was like getting kind of this groundswell of, hey, you guys should watch raw force. There's some good stuff in that but i feel like we would have to work at it like Mm -hmm. we would have to be providing the jokes for a lot of it some of it is just like wow this is bad see i thought it had the r keyword that we tend to avoid i don't not according to imdb no no i I thought that was the reason we hadn't i I think that's the reason i watched it was because i thought that was the case Mm -hmm. and so i was trying to see like okay is this something we can get past yeah but it just it's bad in a way that's kind of like unfortunate mm-hmm. you know like oh i feel bad for you <laughs> oh. but there are i mean you know it, it's one hell of a description movie like you hear the description you go oh my god yes but we would we should still probably watch it but it's still you kind of have to work at it mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe one night when we're good and drunk hey that never happens so. well it should oh, okay we should drink more all right listen <laughs> so you should have a drink is what you're saying yeah okay <laughs> yes chuck's a cheap date. G- give me my tree island <laughs> listen i all chuck has to do is smell an alcohol and he's immediately plastic hey I, that's economical man <laughs> uh, I, you a, know what man he, he just needs a snifter yes i do <laughs> yes yes just give me that bouquet <laughs> but no i'm i'm still game for raw force it's on the list. I know it's not going to live up to the poster. Why but... do I feel like it's in this house somewhere? The right, force I, I, is coming from inside. Was, it, was that one of the ones that Vinegar Syndrome gave away originally when mm. you signed up? It's on their service. Is it? Because yeah. I mean, I know I got some like a Blu-ray, or a couple of Blu-rays and a DVD or two. You might have gotten one of them for the bonus. Okay, it's definitely one of theirs. I have it's, to go dig through because I shit. it was. Or it's probably over there. Somewhere. Yeah, when it was streaming, I watched it. So, yeah. All right. Well, and I will also say, uh, Michael, you have officially sold me on Survive Style 5 Plus. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Never heard of it, but that sounds cool. And whenever you can compare something to detention favorably, yeah. you've got my attention. That does not mean start comparing bullshit to detention. <laughs> for his attention. Yeah, for my attention. But no, I, I appreciate stuff that doesn't have regular linear structure and, you know is willing to experiment a bit. So mm-hmm. I will check that out in the free time. I no longer have because I switched jobs and I don't get to watch things anymore, Good. especially not at work. <laughs> like I used to <laughs> no. 
Yeah, that's life. That's life, everyone. That's life. for switching jobs. Switch jobs. Make more money. Don't recommend it. Make more money. God. Yeah. That's always the catch-22. Yeah. You have the money. You can't. You have no time to enjoy spending any of it. Yeah. Well, sounds like a personal problem thing. So that's why you make a bunch of money and then you quit your job so you can enjoy yourself for a while until should, you run out of money and then we you should find another banks. job. Spend less time on fences and right. more time on yeah. Let's, let's travel around the country yeah. rob, robbing banks and making podcasts. Can I, can I just say... I could be into that. Uh, I didn't say this during the first half, but this movie made me appreciate Hell or High Water yes. a lot more because it's almost the same thing. Just, I, I, oh, so close. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's the one bank, the bank in Webster that they drive by and look at. Yeah. I was like, is that the bank from the Hell or High Water? Which yeah. I know it's not, no. but it sure seemed almost the same as one of them, the one where things go bad. Yeah. Th- that movie made me want to watch Hell or High Water again. It's yeah. just like, man, that's such a good movie. And Yeah, Fast robbing little, little town shit banks. Yeah. And you know what? Corey Hames not in that. No, he's not. No. <laughs> Said he got Captain Kirk. Yeah, and Ben Foster's ben Foster. a, annoying in a completely different way. Yeah, <laughs> in a good but a much more positive way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, just want to throw that in there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think we actually had a, a voicemail from way back when. Oh shit! Oh okay. shit! Uh, Hold on. Pulling April twenty third at three fifty six oh. in the PM. That's too many tabs. Hey, BMF guys. This is Sunny California calling you on a Sunny California day. I want to call you some good news. I think I'm just started seeing a lady, and I think she finds you a lot funny, just like I do. I can't exactly tell you how excited this makes me. I want to get back to a more movie-related question, though. Um, on the last episode, Matthew was talking about the films his dad saw on the plane flight to Japan. Now, I've done that one before. So I was wondering if he also got a follow-up for uh, after the reflection of a potential 13-hour flight. But also, if you just tell more stories about what your dad did and how he liked Japan, I'd uh, I'd very much appreciate that. BMF cast, stay awesome. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, hello. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead with your radio. order. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like, could you go ahead with your order? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it he had to wrap was. it up. I got to go. Hey. I, I hope your lady's still around and I hope she still likes us. Yeah. Hope we haven't offended her. And if her. if she really does like us, then she's a keeper. I think she's a keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Marry that woman. We'll officiate mm-hmm. your wedding if it's in Florida. Yeah, there's at least he two, will offici- there's at least oh. two of us that are ordained here. Oh, you are oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Look, in, yeah. in California specifically, I believe. Uh yes, Modesto. Yeah. yeah. If you fly That's me out there. That's where my dog there, comes from. <laughs> if you fly me out there, I'll do it for free room and board you know, <laughs> flight. All yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I will not do any of those things. No, you will not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I don't have the patience to get ordained to do weddings or you know become it, a notary or any of that it shit. Literally I don't care. takes ten minutes on the internet. If that, just in case. I don't have the time. <laughs> I'm a very busy man. <laughs> ten DJ. minutes plus uh-huh. internet are two things. Mackie if I'm on a has. if I'm on a thirteen hour flight to Japan, I will do it then. Okay. Somebody get this man to. Japan. It's going to cost you like way more because you'll be using. Go go wireless internet. <laughs> go go gadget. If you're ordained. on a 13 hour flight to Japan, you pay for the wireless. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Fair you right. pay for the internet. 
Yeah, otherwise you got to watch the plain version of <laughs> of the fish fucking movie. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I bet that'd be uh, uh, actually pre- pretty interesting to watch though. I kind of want to see the yeah. plain version of fish mm-hmm. fucker grinding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what'd your dad do in Japan? Saw Japanese shit. <laughs> nice. Well, that's been well, your no, Maggie's dad in were, Japan minute. They, they, apparently, my parents got like the deal of the century on a an Asian cruise because, like, I, apparently, like people they started they launched. I don't know if it was Royal Caribbean or somebody like launched Asian cruises and nobody was buying them. Uh huh. So they're like, hey people and so yeah they went on a, hey, yeah, they were on a three-week cruise holy shit, shit man. they're retired retired people get to do cool shit yeah i would not be on a cruise and, ship and, in japan and for apparently three weeks. like no well it, well i'm never gonna retire they made so. singapore sound like the most awesome place on earth and also the most expensive place on earth and they said that like part of their package was getting three nights in this place in Singapore. And they found out that those three nights cost more than they spent on the entirety of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. But Singapore apparently has this skyscraper. It's three skyscrapers and there's a surfboard looking thing across the top. Oh yeah. That fucking thing is cool. Which is like a open air market. You can actually surf clubs and all sorts of stuff up top. But yeah, but it's it's a fucking platform that goes across three skyscrapers. It is insane. Hmm. Singapore is really cool. All right. If you're in the but right yeah. spots, from what I am told. Yeah. Well, you got to stay in the rich spots. Right. Yeah. yeah. The spots that but I'm the cruise line poor, takes. So I wouldn't go <laughs> <Right>. there. <laughs> yeah. I'm singing poor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sing for my supper poor. Yeah. But yeah, they he's been they've been to Japan before. My sister yeah. lived there for a year. So... My family has visited them. Japan would, is a cool place. I would go on an Asian cruise for three weeks. I yeah. hear they have animation there. If I can I don't ever, understand yeah. it, but if I can ever manage to retire with enough money to do anything other than pay my rent, mm-hmm. hey, I'm in. <laughs> all you gotta do is get one of those jobs like I just got, where you work all the fucking time, and then you hope for you hope you make it to retirement and that you're still alive. I'm just gonna quit my job and be a hobo. I will podcast from the rails. Hey, team socialism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But no, they had a good time. And he... Download my bindle on your Kindle. (laughs) And he still thinks Dunkirk sucks. Oh. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The fish movie was all right. Good. Because there was no fucking in it. Yeah. He got the... Like, oh, that nice lady liked the fish. And then the movie ended. That's Mm -hmm. nice. (laughs) Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it was a pleasant experience for mm-hmm. it, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a weird week. <laughs> it <We're>, sure is. <laughs> yeah. I thought we had more emails, but it's been so long that I think I, I think I lost some, okay. <laughs> to no. be totally honest. So no. if I missed your email, I apologize. Or missed your voicemail, I apologize. We're very but... disorganized right now. We're sorry. Yeah. We'll do better. It's yeah. all right. Hey, BJ. Yes. Where can sunny California's ladies send us money? Oh, if she wants to send it. <laughs> well, wow. That didn't go where, Chuck, anywhere I thought it was. No, no. That just... Chuck's just going. <laughs> wow. Hey, girl. Yeah. Uh, I heard you think we're funny. You just drove that one off the fucking bridge. You were just like, Give us... we're doing this. <laughs> hey, girl. I heard you think we're funny. Hey, girl. Why don't you send us money? 
Patreon.com slash BMFcast is where you can make all of those sending us money dreams come true. Um, from $1 to as many dollars as you can possibly give us a month uh, really makes a difference. We are able to afford some new equipment from time to time and uh, able to afford a little time to uh, to do more things for you guys in the uh, in the realm of Patreon exclusive stuff and mm-hmm. some, some stuff that comes to you just out of the goodness of our heart uh, to everybody else as well. But it's well worth it. We uh, put out a lot of motherfucking content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. It is exhausting, but it is worth it for us to give to you because you like it, and then you give us money, and we like that. So, yeah, Patreon- well, it allows us neat things like we can hear better now. We have yeah, a, we, we have, have a headphone new, amp new now. Headphone amp. We're gonna next up is uh, we're gonna get rid of our floppy mic stands. Yeah, so. yeah, they're flopping around. Yeah, we're gonna get some new stands so we don't make this noise. Yeah, now it's fine. Now it's fine. Now it's fine. The entire first half. night. Yeah, squeaky, squeaky man squeaky. over there. <laughs> We're gonna um, try to get the silent ones. Yeah, cotton good, balls. Good. Yeah, yeah. Chuck um, thanks you for the silent mic stands. Right, I do. But if you just feel like getting in contact with us regular wise and not in the manner of sending us money, um, bmfcast.com. There's a bunch of buttons on the right hand side that take you to all of our socials. Um, if you want to email us direct, bmf at bmfcast.com, or give us a call on the Garfield phone nine one zero five Jacks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. That is the phone number. Carl Garfield, he's lonely and wants to hear from you. Operators are standing by. Just nine ninety nine a minute. No, 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 that's true. Well, everything but the nine ninety nine a minute. Operators are standing by. Not for us. Robot operators Mm-mm. are standing by to take Robberators. their calls. Robot operators. <laughs> <laughs> Google robot operators are standing by to take their call. Yeah. You Google robot operators. <laughs> I have. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. Now you got to bing them. Mm. Oh shit! I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> anyway, well, let's get out of here, shall we? Please. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Bam.